welcome to Wheelmen of Genius. Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of Wheelmen of Genius. It is episode 50. No other, I mean, 50, 50 cent episode. Uh, Ricky Craven. And you know what? We're going to party like it's my birthday because it is my birthday this weekend. So it all connects. Congratulations. Yeah, I'll be big. Be 26. Isn't that chill? You know what that means. 26 dogs at Martinsville. 26 is when you fall off your parents' insurance. Yes, it does. That's exactly what that means. That's the only thing 26 is good for. Or not good for, however you want to look at it. That means you got to be like an actual adult. You can't just be like a functioning member of society. You can't be like a half adult anymore. Unfortunately, unfortunately, got got to put on my big boy pants. But yep, raced uh, Homestead, Miami last weekend. Miami last week, uh, good weekend for us. Finished P thirteen. Uh, didn't know how it would go. We qualified about where we normally do. Literally exactly where we normally do. Twenty fourth, twenty third, actually. We're one twenty third. Sorry, but uh. Good car. Finally, I learned how to run the wall, which I, I don't know if I said on here last time. I've never really done that. never really figured it out. Finally learned that. Uh, in three and four, at least, turns one and two, I ran a, a slide job line. I did a slide job on myself every single lap. Uh, and for whatever reason, it worked. Like, I would gain five car lengths on entry, and I'd lose three car lengths on exit. But I still gained two overall, so it was working for me. Um not a super eventful weekend across all three series, I would say. Uh, only thing really of significance from the truck series was John Hunter falling out, not making the final four, which is kind of a big surprise. There was there's another something big that happened. Oh yeah, people are saying that the Thor Sport guys helped each other out. No, even even more ground shattering. Oh wow! I made my return to being a carrier. Oh, he's carrying for the legendary Chad Chastain. There you go, that fofo. We gained ten spots on the first stop. No way. Un- honest, honestly, honest to God, not bad. There are few things in life that feel better than just studying a tire. No, let alone two on the same stop. It's probably the love I have for my fiance. Um, an orgasm, and then probably dropping an absolute Hiroshima nuke bomb on the right rear of a truck. <laughs> and the right rear on a truck's hard too. They they always complain about the wheel openings. Truck. If you can hang a tire on a truck, you can hang a tire on anything. Yeah, they always want to complain about the wheel openings. Like, yeah, because your practice truck's built from 1980 and it's got a six inch gap all the way around the tire. That's not our fault. That. It's not built properly. I think when I was practiced when I was practicing like regularly, I don't to those listeners out there, I don't I don't practice anymore. I just show up and I, I just hang tires sometimes. Alan Iverson. He's Alan Iverson of Pit Road. I don't practice. Yeah. Just, get, like the race is my practice. Right. But we had a, a truck that Thor Sport rebodied for us mid 2014. So it just <laughs> has the old nose on it and that thing was tight that thing it was tighter than a normal like an actual race truck like like one now like one now Hmm. 
So that's where I learned how to, to do that. Just and I do have I, things. I do have this crazy video of me throwing an adjustment wrench from the right side to I'll have to post it at some point. But if you follow the wedge wrench, it does a full rotation on the ground and lands on the wall sitting in the 90 of the wall. Really? That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, it was it was pretty wild. You're going to have to follow it. It looks like it's a doctored video, but it's 100% real. <laughs> but we were doing pretty good on pit road, truck-wise. And then the second stop, we gained another five or six spots just because, like, we'd start 20th. And then we'd fall back to 31st. So we're just beating the, you know, the back half. Yeah. Pit crews. But then um, someone, two or three stalls out in front of us, hit the very interesting spot on the left rear, right in front of the tire. So we had to come back down and fix it. And we ended up getting out in front of the field, but because there was no cautions, we eventually lost the lap. And yeah, that was pretty much it. I hear you. But it was a struggle because pitting two races in one day doing two different positions because I carried the first race and then gassed the second race. So I was pretty, pretty sore on Sunday. Yeah, I didn't even see you on Saturday. That's because I was, I was moving and shaking. And you were working. Yeah. Uh, I, did, I did see you, and I, I gave you a bunch of guff. Oh, yeah, whenever I was walking out. With your G-Force racing suit yeah like yeah oh yeah i remember because i was i was trying to knock your cans over while you were pulling them yeah that was real cool of you i know and, and it, kinda, it almost got away from me for a second i had to like get on like because i'm already tired because it's 85 degrees i've already swept my dick off for one race let alone now i have to do an entire second race here comes bully bailey just walking down pit road strutting his stuff trying to impress his girlfriend he's like oh let's just go fuck with matt when he's trying to get his shit done well, I was trying to like say something, but you wouldn't turn around. Like I was like, I was in the zone. I'm well, trying to get the asshole blocking us with his cans. Didn't turn around. Not not even a look. You were talking to Corey, I think Corey King. So out there, just trying to impress his woman. Like, look at me bully one of my friends. That's real cool. <laughs> and then I, I gave him a piece of my mind. Rough housing. Then I gave him a piece of my mind, and he scurried oh. off like a little little child. Or I just got to my pit box, one of the two. I don't know. I like my version of it better. Yeah. Man, we had we had a solid week down there. I didn't know it was gonna be good. We kind of fell back in the beginning, but once I figured out the wall thing, it was it was game on. Got a nice little homestead stripe. Uh but uh, it was a good weekend. P13, top 15 for both JD cars. It was good. First time that's happened. Gained some spots in the points. On the owner side, back up to twenty sixth. Uh, driver points, you made a lot of hay. Driver points were creeping, were creeping up in there. As long as no no mulligans, like I said last week, no more mulligans. Just got to go do the deal. And Martinsville's usually a pretty decent track. Yeah, no, I like Martinsville. We were good there last time. Got caught up in that front stretch melee. Uh, no bueno. But hopefully we can stay out of that and just uh, be there at the end. And How many hot dogs are you going to eat? I don't know. It's my birthday weekend. My, I'm turning 26, so I guess it's 26 dogs. You won't. 26 you won't. dogs for 26 years? You need to. I'll pay for them. I'll pay for half of them. 
I mean, that's what fifty-two dollars for the dogs ish. Yeah, I'll I'll throw you twenty-five bucks. You need to document every single dog, though. Every dog. Every dog. Maybe that that would be kind of funny, but I don't know if my I might that I might have a mulligan inside the car <laughs> if I eat twenty-six dogs before I have to race on Saturday. Try to try to do most of the damage on Friday. Yeah, but you still don't know what those things. It's a, it's, they're a ticking time bomb in the stomach. Yeah, I mean, you got to figure it out. I don't know if I can. Do it for content purposes. Yeah, just do it for the content. Don't worry about the team that works hard and wants you to get top 20 in points. Yeah. Shit yourself on lap 50. You can shit yourself and still race. Like, that's not a big deal. Uncomfortably. Carl Edwards did it. And he won the race. Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart's done it. They've had to get different fire suit out and get him for victory lane. He had to get a different fire suit. Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. I don't know if I'm trying to do all that, though. 26 dogs. I don't know if that padding will be SFI approved (laughs) in the bottom of the seat. Maybe just wear a diaper. Wear Depends? Yeah, get that Depends money, you know? It all depends. It depends. I think I think for the weekend I'm probably good for ten. Yeah, I mean I'm thinking double digits, no doubt. I had an interview early on XM, and they're asking me uh, how many dogs have I ever eaten. And I told them, like, normally a spring weekend, not that many, but on a, my birthday weekend's always in the fall weekend, so I splurge. You know, Fat Bailey loved Martinsville hot dogs. Skinny Bailey likes heart Martinsville hot dogs, dude. I was trying to explain to a guy today. This will be his first time going to Martinsville. He's a shop guy. He's coming up for the weekend. I'm like, are you going to get some dogs? He had no idea what I was talking about. I'm like, these little things are just a delight. Like They shouldn't be. That's the weird thing. They don't look appetizing. But then Oh, you-, you open up the foil and those things, it looks like someone just had diarrhea on a hot dog. Yeah, it doesn't look good. But, they're, but they it are- tastes so satisfying. And I don't even know if they taste good. They're just... And it's they like just, they don't even feel you. Like you can have like six of them in a row, and it's like nothing, nothing, not phased. Yeah, but then twenty minutes later, when it all hits your stomach, yeah, like, then you have issues. Then you do have. Then you're issues. sitting in that porta potty over there in turn three, getting rattled to death <laughs> by cars going by as you are fighting for your life. Shirt off in the porta potty. That's how yeah. bad. It is. <laughs> yeah, you got to bring a can of Axe because it's it's bad. You're like Craig's dad and Friday spraying the spray <laughs> in the bathroom. Just awful. But, hey, the hot dogs taste good. They're worth every second. They're worth the, every like, second you've been in the Portion. I am not a slaw person. The only hot dogs I will ever eat with slaw are Martinsville hot dogs. Well, it's because it's not even like coleslaw. It's like – It's very. It's like almost like a relish. Yeah, it's like very finely uh, sliced, very finely chopped coleslaw. That's with why the lines always on there. Sixty people deep. Yeah, and everyone's ordering six, seven, eight hot dogs a piece. I know. Yeah, I couldn't imagine working in there for a day. Just like, I need more hot dogs. <laughs> Just sitting in the the hot dog water. I need the dogs. Oh, that's what you should, you should drink the hot dog water after a day. Ugh. Ugh, no, no chance, no shot, dude. Think how salty that would be. Probably red because those hot dogs are red. They're pink. 
Mm-hmm. No, I couldn't do it. Could not do it. Miss me with that. Think of all the uh, electrolytes you'd get back on that one. Bump the sodium levels up way yeah, high. Sodium levels would be through the roof. I might have to go to the hospital after that. Between that and the 26 dogs, I'd be just a dead man. You would be on death's door. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you'd make it to Phoenix. I don't know. I don't know if I would. I better do good at Martinsville and make up those points. So I don't need to. Yeah, because you'd be done. Down for the count. Yeah, is what it is. Oh. Just, so there was a lot of people who fell out of the seat on Saturday. I didn't it? think it. I didn't think it was that hot. It was warm. I mean, it wasn't like miserable. You know, like it wasn't crazy. I mean, I had good ventilation. I got my new helmet, and the air duct system was working great. The yeah, that thing looked pretty sporty. Isn't dude? It was nice. I, it fits good. It's really light. I love it. That KSDT CPA car looks so good with white wheels. I know, dude. Wait till you see this Elite car with white wheels. Son. I think you just need like your team needs to take all of the white wheels that JD Motorsports has, and you only run white wheels. Yeah, it's kind of what. That's all we have is white wheels. Like there isn't a paint team that you have that does not look better with white wheels. Eh, high V kind of looks sweet with black wheels or red. I'm trying to see red wheels in the high V car. No, I think if you go a black high V car, red wheels would look sick. But if you go with a red high V car, it's either black or white. I don't know. I haven't ever seen it. The Aleve car should have your yellow roll on tires. Yeah, no, that might actually be a car that looks good whenever I take a picture before it goes in the trailer. That's like the one, like, I hate taking, like, load day pictures because the wheels are yellow. And I'm like, uh. That was the problem we had. We had a, a set of gold wheels. So every time I try, like, for setup, every yeah. time I tried to take a picture of the car and make it look sweet, it's like, well, it's got gold. janky gold wheels on it. And the other issue is, too, is, like, we got to put a big block in the left front to, like, make sure it doesn't go to the ground in the trailer, like doesn't travel too far. So the thing is just hiked up on the left front and it looks so silly. Just getting it, you know? Yeah. Tons of clearance. Looks like we're running Martinsville in 1995 with that. uh, The travels, the the monster truck. Well, I mean, it it looks like one that's in the center of the corner with like no sway bar in it is what it looks like. Just rolled all the way over. Yeah. But got to do what you got to do. Get her down the road. The road. My dog is just intensely staring at me right now in her dog bed. In my office, she does have a dog bed right next to it. I'll see if this is going to be so great for the viewers at home. Uh, just to visualize it. But look at that. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. That's nice. She just whines at me the whole time. So if I go rogue. I got you. Dude, I uh, I made this sweet ass duct for this rear brake fan the other day. I'm very proud of myself. Carbon fiber? No, I. What am I gonna mold it myself? You never know. No, it's out of aluminum. I did have to have spud welded, but I made all the pieces. Got the Uber fan in there, riveted in, all nice, wired it up. Are you excited to race a transitionary race from day to night at Martinsville? Do you think it'll be nighttime when we're done? What time's the race start? Three? Three-ish, yeah. I mean, it's Martinsville, so there's going to be tons of cautions. And it was already getting dark at 6 o'clock here today. 
That's just true. Could happen. Seen crazier things. But I don't know. Sometimes the Martinsville races go pretty clean. Sometimes. And I know we talk about it every week, but I'm really sad that there's no fall truck race at Martinsville. Yeah, it's odd. It really sets the tone for the carnage for the rest of the weekend. Right, because they usually wreck everything. Yeah. And then everyone gets all hyped up about it. And then Xfinity is like, you know, 50 well, 50. Just started going back, you know. Xfinity is 50 50, and then the cup race is boring. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's like in the shop, we're trying to figure out, okay, what car are we going to take to Phoenix? Like, obviously, our short track car has all our short track brakes, short track suspension, brake ducts, all that on it. But the likelihood that you come back from Martinsville scot free is pretty low so yeah, like, plus it's a quick turnaround because the truck probably has to leave tuesday night wednesday morning exactly exactly so we're like okay do we take 46 like the car that we tore up at vegas is essentially fixed and we could take that one but we're gonna have to take we're gonna have to drop the housing all the suspension and everything off or at least hubs and brakes and stuff off of the short track car and put that on our intermediate car, 46. Or so you guys are definitely working Sunday. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. We're, like, done with the Martinsville car for the most part, so we can get a lot of it done this week. But, I mean, and then switching hubs and stuff, I mean, that's bolt off, bolt on. But. Yeah, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. We are flying out Thursday – and arriving there at noon on no 10 30 11 30 somewhere in there in the morning in phoenix, phoenix? why are y'all leave we leave friday we leave thursday why the hell is that and then we're not in the garage till 12 30 on friday yes that doesn't make any sense we leave at 7 a.m on friday and our garage opens at 12 why aren't y'all on that flight I don't want to get there Thursday because I don't want to get up that early in the morning. We're leaving at 1030, and I think we even land at 1230. Yeah, see, that sounds like a much better deal. How the hell did we get screwed on that? How do, I guess that seems backwards. Right. It seems like you guys should be on our flight. We should be on yours. Exactly. Doesn't make any sense, if you ask me. No, but uh, circling back to Homestead. Uh, two of our guys had to go. Oh, yeah, this is a good one. Do random drug tests every week. People get randomly chosen. Sometimes it's not random. Sometimes it truly is. But we've had someone, at least one person get picked. Every week for the last month. So normally you go to the field care center this week. It was somewhere else. I don't remember where it was somewhere like by the media center. Doesn't matter. Some guy from a different cup team is standing in front of our guys and he goes into the bathroom. And normally when it's just a piss test, right, you're in and out. I don't know. Five minutes is a lot. Usually like less than 60 seconds. Right. And they got the blue water. You know, you can't wash your hands. Don't flush the toilet. What have you. So this guy goes in. I don't know what team. I honestly first I don't know what team he worked for because I'm getting this information secondhand. And the two guys are standing there. They're talking. They're talking, they're talking. They think about 15 minutes goes by and they're like, what is going on? Like the tester guy is all confused. He's knocking on the door. 
The line is now very long. Normally, you're in and out in five minutes. It's been 15. About another five minutes goes by. The guy opens the door, and he goes, man, I couldn't pee, but I really had to take a shit. (laughs) (laughs) And then just walked away. Like, it full-on pig pen from the movie Out Cold. They said, go to the bathroom in the cup. He didn't put it in the cup. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, that would have been. Man goes into the drug testing area and drops a deuce. And then had to come back later to do his drug test. All I mean, everyone else like, is dumbfounded. That's like a like a who the hell do you think you are type moment. That's one of the more preposterous things I think I've ever heard. Yeah, that's crazy. I thought it was someone from your team. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it was. And it was just telling, like, oh, yeah, this other guy. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me, but the two people that were from our team that had to go would not be those people. Oh. That's, like, a crazy – like, I bet you the drug test guy's like, okay, this guy's, like, doing something sketchy in there. Right, like, like you would think he would have a key to the door to see if this guy's, like, faking <laughs> just, just Just barge in. Just barges in. This guy's just, like – Pants around his ankles, sitting on the toilet. <laughs> Mid-fight, like, just <laughs> swiping on Candy Crush. Yeah, he's probably just TikToking in there, just watching TikToks. One of the more preposterous things I think I've ever heard happening at the racetrack. That would have been so good if, like, you just, like, hear from outside the bathroom, just, like, it's cool uh, to do it. It's a not do it. He's just scrolling TikTok. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. That's always the best whenever somebody, like, in the shop goes to the bathroom. And they're connected to the Bluetooth speaker. And then you just hear them scrolling TikTok on the Bluetooth. Well, you used to get on me because we used to work in the same building. And the, the bathroom was a build-in. And it was very quiet in the uh, the office. And you could hear me scrolling yeah. dur- during my morning BM as you're just sitting there scrolling on your phone. Doing exactly what I'm doing. But it's a problem when I do it on the toilet. But when you do it. I was never scrolling on my phone in there. Oh, yes, you were working really hard. I was, except for, like, in the afternoon when I did everything. This man was, like, an unofficial intern where I worked. We were watching. We were, I mean, you would, we would do this. We'd both watch the Big Les show. Yeah, but, like, I actually did work while I was, I put that up on the second screen. I'm sure. As you're sitting there, laid back in your office chair, arms crossed. Legs up, watching Big Les. I was networking. Yeah, you're just you're trying to get in with the Australian folk, trying to learn their slang. Doing my research. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm sure. But yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's actually like I mean, I've heard some like I mean the one funny drug test story I have is whenever at Iowa and they came up to us in the middle of the second practice. And then I go to the care center and everybody in there is like, yeah, I can't go. There's like, we're just blowing through cases of water in the care center because no one can go to the bathroom. It's just 110 degrees outside. Yeah. And we just like, they did the classic thing, like where they put the little note through the window and say, you go to the care center between X and Y. So. And you're fighting for your life to try to make the race. Yeah, exactly. I'm like trying to like, okay, we gotta change this. Like, we gotta make this thing better. Playing kerchief from the uh, the driver's seat. That was a funny weekend because like the start and park truck that I also set up 
that I wasn't driving was like good and my truck was terrible. Should have just swapped it over. Well, no, because the starting part truck was worse in points. So, like, I, yeah, it had to be better. But, yeah, those were some good times back in the days, being the only employee bringing two trucks. To, I mean, thank God the truck schedule is, like, so spread out because if it wasn't, I'd have been up Shit Creek with no paddle. Oh, young Bailey. Yeah, that was, yeah, fighting for my life. Every week. You and Joey Gase trying to qualify in starting park trucks. I know. No, I got lucky so many. I'm not lucky so. I got lucky at Kentucky. Getting lucky in Kentucky. I got lucky in Kentucky because we sucked. And we thought we were good in practice. So, like, I went out and put out a good lap in practice. So, I guess I just tightened up the truck too much for qualifying. And it, like, three trucks, like, three good trucks, like, crashed. And it bumped me into the top 31. And I barely skimped by and made the race. I would love to see those pickers that you had. It was usually people like that we just find at the racetrack. Like, hey, like, hey, cup garage is closed and you want to come pit this truck. Did they do the the classic you bring it down pit road, they they pull the hood pins, lift the hood, they kind of look around, look around, they point. You know, you gotta get a point point in. Yeah. And then you look at the crew chief, I'm putting that in air quotes because it's just a guy standing behind the wall and you just give him the now nah, man it's it's done it's done it's broke it's done and then you put it put the hood down you collect your 150 bucks and you go home yeah one time me and my spotter like worked out this elaborate like thing we're gonna say on the radio to like try to really play it up and like oh the truck's smoking come in let's look at it come in and look at it it's not, it's not smoking. Go back out. Like, oh, it's smoking real bad. Come on in. I'm like, yeah, the motor started to feel weird. And I pulled in and DJ wasn't there that weekend. He immediately calls me like, what's wrong with the motor? And I'm like, dude, it was all a ruse. I even got your ass. <laughs> got him. It was all Absolutely a ruse. Absolutely got him. Classic gotcha moment. That was in Kansas, dude. I've never uh, really qualified a truck. Or not yeah, I had. But uh, that was the first one where I was like, all right, I got to hold this thing wide open and I got to make the race. And we took the Eldora truck, and it looked like I was racing an Eldora and qualifying, but still made the show. I've missed the days of starting park trucks. And there's but, too many good ones. That's just like Xfinity. There's too many good Xfinity cars. Right. Well, we're at the top of the, you know, the so-called. We're at twelve o'clock midnight, right? And twelve at six o'clock is starting park cars. We're at the very top right now. We'll we'll get back to the bottom again. I don't know if we will, dude. It doesn't. I don't feel like it's gonna happen anytime soon. It'll eventually happen. I don't know. Maybe at this 2024 schedule, that's supposed to be wild. I'm still waiting. Marcus Smith was supposed to go on the Dale Junior download today, and I'm trying to hear that because I want to hear any any juicy gossip. Oh yeah, shout out a different podcast. That's cool. It's it, honest. I was talking about this with someone earlier. It's probably the most watched, most listened to media besides an actual NASCAR race that's in NASCAR. Is that podcast? Yeah, so you're putting no effort into making our podcast that. No, I am. I mean, ours is funnier. I'll say it here now. Oh, wow. Way to go out on a limb. I mean, are they talking about dudes pooping up for drug tests on theirs? No. No, you don't get that kind of exclusive content. You don't get that kind of good stuff. You don't get that kind of juicy behind-the-scenes details of the 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 grit of uh, the NASCAR world, like what we're putting out. The everyday Joes. Yeah, exactly. 
but uh, the, the day in day outers. But yeah, I, I'm trying to listen to that because I don't know. I, I'm hoping that they'll let some stuff slip about the Texas reconfiguration. So I'm curious about that. I swear, if they make another Atlanta, I'm going to be hot, damn hot. They did just um, post about the tickets for All Star Weekend at North Wilkesboro. Yeah, I saw that. Three hundred dollars for the full weekend. People pay it too, and that's, that's counting. True. It starts on Tuesday with late models. Oh, Friday, really? yeah, it's got. Three hundred dollars from Tuesday is a good ass deal. I think that just qualifies for the weekend. I think that's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing. But you had to be one of those people that um, donated to Speedway Children's Charities to even have an option to buy a ticket right now. So it's CRA Super Lates on Tuesday. Uh, Pro Late Models on. Damn, CRA. Is it that new STARS series that I don't know what STARS stands for? It just says CRA and Cars Late Model Stock Tour mm-hmm. Practice. And then. Pro late on Wednesday, May, May 17th. Pro late model practice qualifying feature. Cars late model stock tour practice qualifying feature. Thursday, uh, Cup Series Hauler Parade at the Wilkes County Fan Fest. Friday, Cup Series practice, Truck Series practice, then concert with artist TBA. Saturday, Truck Series qualifying and race. Cup series or truck series qualifying race, cup series qualifying concert, and then Sunday, the also race is now on a Sunday. Was it last year? Yeah, yeah. Uh, NASCAR Open, NASCAR All Star Race. Damn, that's a full ass weekend. Tickets for the upper section is three hundred ninety nine dollars each for the three days. You can only get four per household, it says. Like you can't something, like, something like that. Yeah. I just read that too. That's pretty wild, honestly. But CRA is part of that whole stars tour, which it doesn't like. I read that whole press release for that stars series. It's supposed to be like the new all pro, I guess. Yeah. Not not once does it ever say short track. I, I think it's short track association racing series. I, I don't know. That was my best guess, but it doesn't say anywhere in there what it is, which I thought was funny. But uh, no hate to them, but they sh- probably should put the the acronym in the in the press release. But probably doesn't stand for anything. Stars. It has to stand for something. RS is definitely racing series. Okay, what's ST? Sure, I think it's short tracks. Short Track Association Racing Series, Short Tracks of America Racing Series. Uh, that's all I can come up with. Quite the uh, visionary there, Bailey. Yeah, no shit, dude. I don't know, but that is cool. They're running late models and stuff that weekend, too. I saw a picture earlier where they're putting the safer barriers in. I like that because that track is probably just as close to my house as Charlotte. Really? That's kind yeah. of they should honestly take the trucks back to Hickory. <laughs> no, they shouldn't. Hickory's too small. Xfinity series at Hickory. I mean, that'd be neat, but could you imagine? I mean, we tear stuff up at Martinsville. You'd have to do heat races and start 24 cars. 
They didn't used to. I know that's wild. Just crazy. I mean, you could probably do it, dude. I mean, it wouldn't be that bad. I mean, you're going, you'd be going so much slower. I think you top out at 80 miles an hour. Something like that, probably 85, 90. You can get going 100 miles an hour in the straightaway. Run like the tallest gear you have. Yeah, I mean, it would be like a 620. We probably run, I think we run a 600 at Martinsville. 620-ish. I don't know what happened, but I stepped off the plane coming from Homestead back to the Charlotte area, and I have been donkey punched in the fucking head by allergies. Really? Yeah. I'm bad, bad down there. I think it was the pillows. It's always the pillows that get me. If you get those down pillows, I'm messed up, dude. Nothing ruins a weekend like terrible hotel pillows. Yeah. Like the really flat ones. We had three. I had three of those all the same. Got my head like two inches off. the. Oh, I, I literally when a hotel's just got the three square pillows across like Come on, that's less than the bare minimum. That's yeah. less than the bare minimum. I always judge the quality of a hotel by how many pillows they put on the bed. It should be four. It should be it should four. Be. Really good hotels put five. Yeah, it should be four. Three, right. you're right. not even trying to get out of my face. Yeah, yeah. That's like, that's inexcusable, hotels. You should have at least four pillows and a channel guide that's laminated on the nightstand. And conditioner. If you just got shampoo and soap, whack. Why don't you bring your own? Because I'm scared it'll explode on the plane. Are you trying to use it for other things? No, I need to condition this mop, this sweet dew I got. You know what I'm saying? Because I bring my own shampoo and conditioner. See, I hear I hear about people doing that. And I, just I just get the little tra- the little travel sizes. Yeah, but then you run out. You run out. Like, I'd buy that, and then I'd run out after five weeks, and then no, I'd like, I buy a reusable one, so I fill it up with my stuff that I have at home. See, that's not bad. That's not bad. I kind of like that. I didn't know you could do that. It's literally been around for, like, ever. Yeah, I guess I'm just not an experienced tra- – I don't travel that much. I don't get out much. So – you travel like 30 weekends a year, 33 weekends yeah, a year. Was, you know, what I was just doing there was a perfect example of what you might call sarcasm. Well, your delivery was terrible. No, was it terrible? Or was it really good? Because that's because that kind of is the the point. No, your delivery was terrible. I'm sure it was. Your little brain can't wrap your head around my advanced sarcasm. Says the guy who. Chris Farley looking ass. Says the guy who dropped out of college. Okay, here we go. I have two degrees. How many do you have? I don't know. How many Philly starts you got? Not as many as me. Not all of us can be fucking dreamers, Bailey. Yeah, I know. Some of us have to get real jobs. So you so people so people like you could go have fun. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Well, we got Martinsville this weekend. What's fun in Martinsville? They got that sweet-ass bowling alley. That's all I can think of. They have absolutely nothing. They have hot dogs. And bowling. They used to be like a tournament up there on the three-day weekends. Bowling tournament. The only cool thing about Martinsville is being able to drive home. And I remember, I'm pretty sure it was Cole Pern lapped the field of the bowling tournament last time I was there. 
Yeah, he also owns a ski resort. He's a man of he's the most interesting man in the world, maybe. Pretty damn close. Crew chief can bowl with the dude and owns a ski resort. And I think he came back and spotted. Yeah, I think or he like might have engine. He engineered an IndyCar, I think. Something like that. Most interesting man in motorsports. He's Canadian. That's another that's another. I don't think that was he's interesting. Foreign. He's foreign. Check that box. Did you get to watch any of the uh the F1 race? No, I don't watch F1 really. Cool. These Barthel like- people I uh follow on Twitter, speaking of F1 and how I don't like these people. Some Barcelona people went to the race at Homestead and they're talking about how NASCAR was a great experience, blah, blah, blah. Most fun they ever, most fun sporting event they ever went to, blah, blah, blah. And then you got these drive to survive fans in the comments that you haven't seen anything. You should go to an F1 race. Uh, and then they were asking about NASCAR movies. Like, oh, you should watch Drive to Survive. It's really good. It's really good. like that's the only, that's like the only reason you even like F1 is because you watched a Netflix series. Like, calm down. You like, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a huge F1 fan, if I'm being 100% honest. I don't think it's very exciting. I think it's far less exciting than a NASCAR race. Are there cool things about it? Yeah, like the technology is cool. The cars definitely go fast. But, I mean, you don't see – people getting right rear into the fence in F1. You don't get that kind of excitement. Yeah, but there were like 400,000 people there. I know. That's insane. I can't. I saw that. It's, it's the most viewed sporting event like ever, I think. 400,000. That's not, That's a ton of like that's. A ridiculous- what is Bristol hold to capacity? 250. I don't even think that the Texas is the most, or Texas used to be the most uh, for an Astro track besides Indy. So what is Indy? Indy's 200,000, right? Indy's like 250. 250. Add another 150,000 people. Yeah, like double. I mean, they're saying, because I was reading a comment somewhere below that that, that said Indy's about 300,000 people, including all people in the infield uh, and all that. So add another 25% onto that. Yeah, that's nuts, dude. They were saying Uber charges to get anywhere around the racetrack was like five hundred to a thousand dollars. What? Yeah, because of the surcharges and there's so much traffic. I think the traffic was despicable out there for that. That's like, why would you even want to go? I don't even know. Drive survive fans, I guess. I, I it's crazy to me that that's like has that effect on people. I think it's also a status thing, you know. Same thing with the Miami GP. It is, yeah, it definitely is. It's like a, it's like oh, look at like I went to the F one race. I'm a big baller, but did you really have fun? I don't know. Or did you just go there to take a picture for Instagram? That's the question. We had our first American since Alexander Rossi in 2015 compete in an F one sanctioned practice. Really. Logan Sargent, Dalton Sargent's brother, former Truck Series driver. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Damn, how did, I, I'd never even heard of that kid. So uh, Dalton went the domestic route. Yeah. Logan did all of like the Formula Fords, Formula Four, Formula Three, 
Formula Two right now. I think he's in contention for the championship. Um, his he has been linked to the second Williams entry, so that's like a a Rick Ware car. Yeah, in F one, you're on the grid. Yeah, so you're an F one driver, but you know you have no contention of winning. Isn't that? I thought that was like the Mercedes like feeder team. It is, but they work on such a different scale budget. Yeah. Which now there's a cost. There's a cost cap. There's like a you know salary cap that they can use, but Red Bull already went over the. Yeah, now I heard Red Bull cut their whole catering budget because they spent too much money. Yeah, but their whole thing was like, oh, we we're spending money on mental. You know, trying to make our employees more happy and more like they went on this whole side tangent of, you know, we're mentally aware. We're trying to take stress off our employees. And then that's, you know, we have to hire more employees to do the work. So everyone has an even workload and we're giving people off for mental health issues and all this stuff. It was like a weird tangent that they went on to, to like quantify why they went over the cost cap. Yeah. But, I mean, is there a penalty for that? So, this was the first year that it was installed. So, we're waiting to see what the actual penalty will be. Because didn't Max Verstappen's already, like, clinched the championship, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, it's already – it was done before even uh, the USGP. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, uh, so, Red Bull has – they've locked up the Constructors' Championship, which is, like, the Owners' Championship and the Drivers' Championship. Well, so, like, is there any more races? I think there's, like, four. So they could get a points penalty and have to, like, race for it again? Possibly, but I feel like they'd have to get a points penalty now and not at the end of the season. You know? Yeah, they'd be kind of screwed if they waited until, like, oh, you won the championship? Oh, penalty. No, you didn't. Yeah, how many points are you leading by? Oh, 134. We're going to give you a 135-point penalty. Yeah. That was I, – I would – I would come unglued. <laughs> that would be like even worse than the other scandal they had or whatever it was at the last last year's championship race. Then you yeah, have they, people on Twitter just with knives to each other's throats like last year. <laughs> those same people that just watched Driver Survive who have no clue what's going on. Yeah, exactly. You're not even real fans. All you did was watch a Netflix documentary. That's what I feel like when I say that, but I stand by it. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. You know, I've never seen it, so I have no idea. It's it's a well-documented series. Is it they did a really good Madhouse? job. Is it right? What? Madhouse. Like on, on, a, on a racing documentary. <laughs> yes, documentary it's racing. Like, uh, yeah, would you rank the Bowman Gray modified docuseries or Drive to Survive higher? Drive to Survive. I'd have to disagree. How, how can you disagree? Madhouse. Because you've never seen one. I've seen Madhouse, and that okay. was great. But have you, you still haven't seen Drive to Survive? So, no, but I don't need to. I know the Madhouse. Oh, okay. Okay. Until Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen start backing up on the racetrack and running over each other under caution. It's not there. It's not. They've it. done that before. They've never like driven across the grass to T-bone the other car. Okay. Well, yeah, that's never happened. But I don't see anybody leaning over the fence at 
Coda flipping double birds to Lewis Hamilton as he drives by. No shirt. I'm sure there was one person. Yeah, I'm sure there is too, but I'm trying to see that. I'm trying to see the guy leaning over the paddock, double birds, no shirt, with Verstappen written in red paint on his chest, just going crazy. And to all of our sadness, um, Daniel Ricardo came out and said that he will never drive an oval because he's scared shitless of him. Really? So we'll never see him in a car or NASCAR. Too fast, he says. Don't F1 cars go just as fast? Yeah, but they're going left and right and like slowing down. I don't know. I'm just I'm just reporting the information. The corner speed in the oval is much higher than the F1 car ever sees. And way more banking. Yeah, but the banking like makes it easier. Right, but it probably scares the shit out of them. Why? It's just a it's just a visual feat, you know. I guess, dude. I don't know. I, I don't think so. I think that's like it makes it easier. Like <laughs> whenever you wreck and you have banking, you hit the wall. You don't hit the walls hard. That's like why Homestead had to reconfigure because it was like a deadly racetrack when it was flat. Yeah, it was a wild racetrack. That's why you don't really see too many, like, flat mile. I mean, Vegas used to be really flat. And, no, never mind. I was going to say old Atlanta, but that thing was super banked. Yeah, old Atlanta was bank bank. I mean, even, I mean, one and two at Texas, you hit the wall hard. Even, like, with as wide as it is, you hit the wall hard. Like, I've seen so many cars become uh, sedans at Texas because the fuel cell is just underneath the car. When they back in. Yep. Very interesting to talk yep. about. But I wonder why. Because I mean, people were like rooting for him to come to IndyCar, weren't they? Yeah. They, I mean, everyone with the McLaren connection thought maybe one off, two off race at like Road America or something. But doesn't sound like that's going to happen. Because I mean, that could still be possible then. Yeah. It sounds like he's going back to Red Bull to be the reserve driver. Really? Allegedly. That's what I heard. Wasn't he like, isn't he like good though? He was, but <clears throat> he's fallen out of favor with McLaren. So they don't give him any of the good stuff anymore. I see. Cost cap. You just hate to see it. Yeah. And that's racing for you. Money. Money, money, money. Save it where you can, I guess. I am so congested. I keep muting myself so I can blow my nose, and it's just blow awful. Blow your nose into your hanky. I can see it on the Zoom. It's disgusting. It's all wet. Shut up. That's gross, dude. I don't want to hear about that. You want to hear it on camera? No. <laughs> it sounded more like a fart than anything. it's not great not great in this household right now yeah hey you'll you'll push through i believe in you you get a dog this weekend all is all is well we got the white flag on the season and i know fans are going to be really sad but i am excited for the season to be done yeah until like two weeks into the off season you're like all right i'm bored no then i'll be watching football football Football. Football. Even though the Packers are terrible. They're terrible. 
The last time I checked, we had still won a Super Bowl in my lifetime. You can't you can't say that about. Uh, no, I can't. The old uh, Cowboys. No, I can't. But our record's definitely better than y'all's this year. So cool. It's a long season. It is, and we jet we and we've been playing with a backup quarterback for the past three weeks. Shout out Cooper. Cooper Rush. He did blow it against somebody recently. Oh, the Eagles. All right. That's going to do it for us. No, it's, dude, it's been like 30 minutes. No, it has not. Yeah, it has. You you texted me at 637. No, 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 no. You said give me five minutes at 647. This is just a struggle, people. No, I mean we were riffing, and you're just you're just trying to cut us short. Like I don't understand, like what you're like. All right, I'm done. I'm done. My, my nose, my nose my, is bothering me. I'm this like, thing is completely sopping wet. I'm the little kid from the Theraflu commercial. And I can't breathe. I, I can't. Can you, can you hear me breathe? I can I'm breathing into the microphone. Don't do that. Uh, I got the Mucinex people living in my body right now. I took Mucinex this morning. I got to take my second round. The Musi? The Musi. Lucy Musi? Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's enough about your allergies. It's enough on that. Don't need to talk about that anymore. That's for sure. Uh, We can talk about Martinsville. We really covered it all. We talked about the dog. We we, 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 we covered it all. Talked about bowling. I mean, we haven't really talked about the racing that much at all. Didn't they like change the cup cars or something? I think if we're if they change anything, we're not doing the rear diffuser thing, but I don't think so. Oh. Oh, and that's nothing. We didn't talk about this last week, but speaking of like short tracks in general, we're gonna race in the rain on them next year. In the drizzle. Allegedly. In the drizzle. Allegedly. We could have I mean how it was raining at Homestead like last week, like before qualifying, we could have raced in that. At home, I think we could have at Homestead. Go to the fence, son. No chance. No chance. Go to the fence and hope for the best. So oh he can do. Yeah, everyone's in a single file line because they don't want their tire to blow out. And you know that's what we're going to get to, though. We're going to start with short tracks. Like, okay, y'all are starting to learn how to race in the rain on an oval. Let's bump it up to a maybe a mile track. Let's go to Dover. Let's go to New Hampshire. Dover. Dover in the rain. Dover in the rain with the G force that you got going on there. You'd be the spray would be ridiculous at Dover. Imagine like you'd see the spray through the corners. It'd be like that'd be so sick, actually. It'd be a 25 car pileup on the backstretch just because you can't see anything. Yeah, it does tighten up. But I mean, it'll start with short tracks and then it'll be raining at Phoenix for some reason. Championship race. It always does. And we racing in the rain at Phoenix. Imagine going across the dog leg in the rain, just immediately bust your ass head on the wall. Someone's going to die. No, they're not going to die. I mean, you'd be going slow enough in the rain. But, I mean, I think you run the rain, just go to the top. Just go to the very top of the racetrack. I mean, every track's got a little bit of banking. The water's going to run down. It's always been the logic. I mean, even back in the day, I mean, I raced in the oval on, on an oval in the rain in the summer shootout with a legend car. Were you going 40 miles an hour? No, I mean, you're probably going 60. But, I mean, it's relative. You're on a quarter-mile racetrack. You got to crawl. I mean, you just run the top. You either run the top or someone makes a rut in the grass in the bottom and you hook that sucker. 
and you run through that. But, I mean, you go to the top because there's a little bit of banking and there's no rubber up there. So that's where the most grip is. You'd be surprised. Like, I was kind of good in the rain back in the day on, on a legend car, a legend car on the oval, and you just ripped the top. Now, you're not very good in the rain on a road, road course either. Well, that's because I can't see most of the time. And well, when you're starting in the back and you're trying to see, it gets pretty tough. And if I recall, I was doing pretty decent in the rain at code on the truck until my tires kept getting there to the pit box late and uh, just screwed us on track position. That sounds like a you problem. Sounds like a Goodyear-ass problem, if you ask me. Well. I remember that vividly because I'd have – They're a single-source supplier. They can everybody was short work. pit. Everybody was short pit, and then we'd be like the one truck that didn't. So we'd go back to 30th every restart. And then the tires didn't get there at all for the last stage. So I had to put my stage one tires on that are killed. Like when I got back to the pits after the race, my tire, like their rain tires, they're bald. They look like slicks. You'll get that. Yes. Yeah, sucked ass. Wasn't so there's another good points battle going on in a different race series. That'll be actually be in Charlotte next week. David Gravel's within 20 points of Brad Sweet in the World of Outlaws sprint car championship. Is that close? I, mean, I, don't, I don't know how those points 16 just... points? Yeah, that's pretty close. The last... Well, it's like 16 to 20. I don't know what's top of my head. What is the last like, time? The spot? I'm not sure. A pretty, something like the old cup. You know, I think Donnie came back and won or made it a show at World Finals a couple of years ago when he was 50 points back and almost won the championship. Oh, really? So this is like heads up. Okay, yeah. But I wish I wish that they would do more. They would do weekly racing at the dirt track in Charlotte. I know it's a good track. It's a really good track when it's worked in. Yeah. When it's not locked down the bottom. Right, because when those guys rip the fence, dude, it's it's a thing of beauty. Dude, and they're moving. Because I mean, the track gets so big when they run the wall. When you run the bottom, they got to slow down a decent amount, and the track's just way smaller. But I mean, it's like that's some of my favorite things to do on iRacing is street stocks at Charlotte Dirt because it gets moved up to the wall and you're just rolling. I mean, even dirt late models and sprint cars are fun, but a dirty street stock is. I'm um, a big fan of the 360, not the 410, the 360. I like the non-wing 410, dude. Like, let's let's get let's get silly on. Oh, iRacing. so you're you're just straight up backing it into the corner, just full on i racing hardo. I like okay. doing. Uh, you ever done the 305s at the Chili Bowl? <laughs> no, it sounds terrible. That's fun. <laughs> That's fun. I mean, because they have enough motor, and you can like kind of get some grip. Oh, I want to break it to our, our listeners. We've talked about doing Chili Bowl for the last eight or nine months. That, the entire that, deal, podcast. that deal is now dead. It's dead in the water. It's always next year. The whole hang-up was, I don't really feel like, at the at the beginning, I was like, oh, Bailey's a cool guy. He's a friend. You know, maybe I'll just pay for him to race in the race. Now it's gotten to the point where it's like, this fucking guy, I don't want to pay for shit. I don't want to pay for him to drive. That doesn't make me happy. That makes him happy. Doesn't make me happy. Yeah, now you know why I was so gung ho on the deal. I was like, like, yeah, let's let's do it. I'm like, I don't know anymore. I got to that point probably about June. I was still ducking and diving. I was still making moves. 
by the time September rolled around, I'm like, yeah, but imagine the joy we would have felt if we like just somehow, some way, just, we, we, yeah, as a team, as a team, we got into the A main. Saturday A main, not the prelim A main, the Saturday A main. I'd be so out of it by then. Literally drunk at that point. Probably. I wouldn't even remember. <laughs> hey, that's Tulsa. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile. Things get wild in the expo. You'll center. be in the, the, the F main starting 16th. Hey. Fighting for your life. We, we would have been there. The the last, call time, for- last time I was there, I made the A main. Yeah, in a restricted micro. Yeah, there was 90 cars in the class. It was my third race. So how about you hop off your high horse? And A restricted micro is like a GoPro go-kart. No, it's – honestly, no, it's not. Like, they're pretty hard to drive. I mean, for a oh, 12-year-old – Here we go. Here we go. For a 12-year-old who has driven one twice prior and then go to the biggest race of the year and run top 15, get off me. Do you hear that? That's the world's smallest violin. Oh, yeah. The best part about that trip was the Razor Scooter mob that would run around the Tulsa Expo Center. Every yeah. little kid in there had a Razor Scooter. I went, we went and bought Razor Scooters for me and my little brother for that weekend just so we could ride Just around. peer pressured your parents into going buying like $125 scooters? They were like $60. they are they're so cheap, dude. But yes, it's exactly what happened. That's so terrible. You're a terrible person. Dude, I was like, I like learned tricks. I was like doing tail whips and whatnot. It was sick. Oh, so you were really focused on what you were doing there. Honestly, a lot of the time, I feel like I'm better if I'm not focused on what I'm doing. Like, oh, you want to get in the car now? Okay, cool. Let's go. But if I'm like, oh, I got to get in this car. I mean, it's like when I was a little kid and I'd play xbox and i was like okay bailey your main's up and i'm like okay I'll, I'll come jump in the car i've been playing call of duty for the past hour and a half selfish that's selfish right there have other people working on your car and you're just I was nine years old fucking around yeah but honestly like i'm telling you i think i was i was better than at least i won more than but also if the competition level might have been a little lower but that was those are the best times ever i will i will put that on record saying the most fun i've ever had racing was from nine to 12 ish because we just drive up and down the road in the toter home and i'd sit in the back and play xbox and just beat games it's not not fun anymore it was still fun but there was nothing like the i don't have anything to worry about at all just ride in this toter home and go race somewhere on the weekend just a degenerate you were just a degenerate I was nine years old. Nine years old, Matt. Nine. Nine. How can anybody, time? Nine. How can anybody even be a degenerate at nine years old? That's not mm-hmm. even possible. You were the first. I guess so, dude. If I was the first, I'll take it, I guess. But I used to play this game. I don't remember what it was called. It was the it was the weirdest game. It was like something time sweeper on the OG Xbox in the Toter Home. And I beat it, and it took me like three trips to North Carolina to beat it. <laughs> but I beat it. Probably it sitting me. there scarfing down Doritos in Mountain Dew. I probably was. But that's how, like, that was, like, at the inception of energy drinks, too. So my dad and my crew chief were just, like, they'd have 
a box of candy just for straight sugar to keep them up driving at night. And I'd go up there, grab a handful of stuff, come back, Xbox it up. All four foot two of you. It probably was at the time. And also, I brought my steering wheel and pedals at one point. And uh, I rigged up this thing because I used to have sprint cars road to Knoxville. And I rigged it up where I like put this board on the ground and put it straight up and down. So I mounted the steering wheel like actually like a sprint car. And I put the, <laughs> the pedals down there and I'll sit on the couch and the wheel was flat like a sprint car. So it was awesome. It was perfect. And I would just run laps all day long. Oh, uh, yeah. So realistic back then on the PS2. It was. It was. Well, I mean, I had the setup, dude. I haven't even seen a simulator now that's got the true flat wheel like a midget or a sprint car has. In my was the plywood. I've seen one or two. Really? Like the full full cage deal. Oh, that's cool though. We didn't have we didn't have all that. So it's a couple a couple two by fours, a piece of plywood pretty much holding this thing together. But I was digging back in the toter home while we're cruising down I-20. Going to race the summer shootout in my bandolero. All cheated up. No, we did not cheat in those days. Nope. Nope. It's, you can't as a kid because then if you're some kid trying to come up and you get caught cheating, dude, then you're a cheater forever and you suck forever. You're not good. You want to name drop any of those people? No. I'm not saying that's like that's what you are, but like if you get caught once, then you're labeled as that. And that was kind of always our thinking behind it whenever I was coming up. Because, I mean, people would, but we're like, we're not going to do that because then that's what you're labeled for your entire career. And that's back when I thought I could make a career out of it before I decided that probably wasn't going to happen. And then it somehow miraculously did. But, uh, yeah. Dude, I remember racing back when I was a kid is so crazy. Like, the people that I raced with back then that still like the race NASCAR now, like the Bassets, Mason Massey, Daniel Hemrick, Bubba Wallace, Chase Elliott. Uh, who else raced back in those days that I actually raced with? Josh Williams. Josh Williams. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of them. It's crazy. I'm sure I'm, I'm missing a bunch, but Chad Fincham. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Really don't. I remember I didn't never race with Joe Graff, but he was around. He was like racing Bandolero. I think he's younger than me. He was racing Bandoleros when I raced Legend Cars. Uh, but yeah, a lot of people. It's, cra- it, it, it's weird to think like that was like honestly like that time era was like a really good class of drivers. You know what I mean? Like the competition when I was young was stout. I mean, it's crazy because we all race NASCAR at least at one point or another. Uh, it's crazy to think that all those people got there at least in in some way shape or form uh who's the who's the best name that you can think of that didn't make it oh no that's a tough one i remember this guy steven cantrell was really good dennis lambert was an old dude dennis lambert and doug stevens were two like older guys that raced and like when dennis would race like if you finish second to Dennis, it's like you won. He was so good. So good. Oh, yeah, Kyle Weatherman's another one I was thinking about. Uh, but they were all so, so, so good. Like, like, or he was good. Like, really, really good. You couldn't beat him. I don't know why. 
But him and Doug Stevens really good. Uh, what was his name? Ross. Stephen Ross was really good. Uh, yeah, dude, back, back in that pro division and that era was uh, – it was something else. Good deal. Chris Butcher was another one, but he was like kind of before me. He was like a year before me. But good deal. So that's gonna end it. Yeah, we can end it here. I'm down yeah. to end it here. You wanna you wanna close us out? I always do it. Thanks for tuning into the podcast today. We hope you had a wonderful time. Please like, subscribe, swipe up, subs I don't know, subscribe on YouTube. Yeah, we'll work on that for you. We'll work on that for you because that I mean that wasn't your best. I'll say that. But uh yeah. we'll see y'all next time. Uh might have some merch coming out. I feel like we say that all the time. Nah, well, we've never said that on here, but yeah, hopefully at some point we're we're working. It's in the get some up uh, Bailey's hats and his his throwback, but it wasn't a throwback. It's a throwback style. It's a throwback style. Throwback style paint scheme t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check them out, baileycurry.com. So that'll do it from us here at the, at the Wilman of Genius offices. We hope you enjoyed your time with us as much as we enjoyed our time with each other. I hope you all enjoyed it more than that. And we'll see you all next week.